The following podcast is a presentation of Project Entertainment Network. You're listening to Creeping Wave Radio, a documentation of our decidedly creepy escapades here on Mind. once the mics go off. Hello? Hello, can anyone hear me? Please, I can barely move. They have me wrapped in some kind of suit. It feels like bacon. Ugh, it doesn't smell like it though. There is someone. Please, can you turn on a light please? It's dark in here. I hear you. I'm moving towards the sound. It almost sounds like... Kay? Kay. Invitation to transmit? Yes. Yes, I understand. Let me try. C. Q. D. All stations distress. S. O. S. Nat? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Who's there? I. Oh, it's you. Meg Ryan. Yes. They went ahead and did the procedure then? I'm home. I'm finally home? No. Just a dream, I'm afraid. No. Please. I don't want to wake up anymore. I can't. I can't. Stop. Compose yourself. Do you remember this place? Yeah. The Soviet prison they took me to back in 1917. They made me wear this membrane. A false skin of my own when I wasn't being made use of. Why? It was a barrier. It kept me from draining my captor's ether, or doing much of anything for that matter. It kept me weak, because they couldn't keep me obedient. Then you know why you have to wake up. (laughs) Show me the way home, honey. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. You flatter me. You again. The thing from the mirror, Markaway Shatter. I hate that name. Sorry. Mr. Shatter, I... Well, what do you want? I thought that much was obvious. Nope. I warned you about the Soviet, didn't I? You did? Oh, God. Those bodies on the floor. What happened here? Did you do this? One of the circus freaks decided to smash their guitar over your head. (laughs) Well, your instincts kicked in. Poor boys. No one bothered to warn them about you. Oh no, not again. I I didn't mean to. Well, we're going to have to change that, aren't we? What? Unless you're enjoying your stay here. Nostalgic for those carefree prison camp days, are you? No. 
Well then, let's begin. Wow! Look at this barrel of jackasses. Is this really all we got? I'm afraid so. Not much of an army. I could only transport the ones who accepted the invitation. Why is that? Uh, free will. Well, it'll have to do. Hey, the older versions of us are still here, so that means we win, right? Funny. We were just trying to remember that very thing. Well, we know we survive at least. (laughs) (laughs) Fenciness, fenciness! This is most unpleasant. However, did we arrive trapped by the prisonous fence? And is a jackass a goat or a fish? I have no idea. I simply picked up the telephone to silence its infernal ringing. I was asked by a voice within if I'd like to be a special guest on the You Mind. Me too. I said sure. If I don't have anything better going on, then suddenly poof, here I am. Uh, same thing here. Cut me in the middle of dinner. Uh. <coughs> Consternation! Is there one goat or fish among you who can explain what in the verses is happen? Care to rally the troops, Scratch? Captains and creatures of legend, you were all once guest on a You Mind podcast. But you have been assembled here today to stand against the mounting forces of darkness. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There must be some mistake. I actually am a force of darkness, you see. I am a diabolical, adorable talking cat. We took that into consideration. However, an even darker and less adorable darkness now threatens us. Is darkness good or fierce? Oh, yes, it's very vigorous. Yeah, that was very vigorous if you're eating well. Yes, hello, hi. I'm sorry about the darkness and all, but, uh, I was told there would be, uh, snacks? Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Pizza and beer for the survivors. Who is Each one of you has been selected because of your specific abilities. And also because your number was in Napoleon's contact list. So good on you. Way to network. Maybe play that part down, Esther. Sorry, my bad. Let's take a moment and get acquainted with one another. Roll call. Goat versus fish. Goat versus fish. There is no need for this calling of roles. Goat versus fish is with you always. An agent of obfuscation, able to cloud their opponent's minds with one simple question. The one true question. Save it for the field, soldier. Tybalt, the talking cat. Present. As crafty as he is, cute. I am very cute, this is true, but my craftiness would be the stuff of legends if I wasn't so crafty that nobody ever noticed. Oh, I could just eat him up! Don't you dare! He'll be heading up recon and intelligence. Intelligence? Preposterous! You chose this feline as your intelligence operative over me? Me, Gabe, the lizard man. Your shape-shifting abilities will be imperative in the field. Shapeshifting? 
In a field? Where is this field of which you speak? Have you actually seen this guy shapeshift, Scratch? Do not question my abilities, feeble human. My powers are beyond your comprehension. We'll team you up with the San Diego Werewolf. Another shapeshifter? No. Agent of annoyance. Hey, put her there, partner. Do not touch me, odious beast. You smell of boiled cabbage and wet dog. Actually, I boiled the dog, too. Huh? Worse comes to worse, we can always use them to catch bullets. Speaking of which, we have Esther on the twin PP7s. Locked and loaded. Gladys, you ready with that crossbow? <laughs> These are the moments that I live for. And I have my horn. You sure do, Norma. You sure do. Hey, Daddy-O. You weren't really going to go into battle without us, were you? We Scratchkin have to stick together. Leah. Gally. I can't believe this. What are you doing here? Can't believe your daughters would have your back. Or want in on an epic battle like this? I'm surprised Marco isn't here. Nap's her boyfriend, after all. Never mind that. We'll have to make do with who we have available. We know, which is why we brought reinforcements. You did? Who? Well, just try to keep an open mind, okay? It's never a good sign when someone says that. I smell a train wreck. Man, might as well enjoy this show. Smoke them if you got them, boys. Stow that, doobie soldiers. We have a special task in mind for you three. Oh, Gally, my dear, show me those reinforcements of yours. Come on out, troops. Gally, those are Soviet vampires. The same ones who held you prisoner. Ah, what is left of my unit, anyway? You already know Commissar Katya? And this is Comrade Jeremy. I was out getting groceries when you launched the assault on Orlair. Imagine my surprise. Ah, but we are willing to forgive this transgression for now. How generous of you. And why, pray tell, is that? One simple principle of war. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. How droll. Where are we? The deepest recesses of your mind. Okay, so you just invited yourself into my head? You hold no secrets from me, I assure you. Huh. You must search your memory to regain control of your abilities. Oh, the whole aether-sucking thing. Yes. How come you can just enter into my head? I'm super uncomfortable with that. Tell me what you remember of your time among the Soviet vampires. What did you see? Nothing. Why is that? They put metal shields over our eyes to block out the light. To blind you. Keep you disoriented. At first. What happened? I... I started to see with my mind. And what did you see? Aether. Like... Incandescent waves flowing all around me, pooling in each living body, cutting their shape out of the darkness. I saw how easy it was to manipulate it, not just by absorption, but... Go on. Once you knew it was there, you could bend it, mold it to change people's perceptions. And you did this to your captors? No, I couldn't. Why is that? While we were in the camp, they'd... They bind us in a synthetic skin. 
something they created. It took root in our own flesh, growing over us like a... like a shell. It kept you defenseless and weak. It kept us hungry, cut us off from all the aether all around us. But it kept them safe. They forced their human prisoners to skin us like rabbits, down to the gristle. They wanted to make use of us, to train us. They knew we'd heal up just fine. <laughs> the benefits of immortality, I suppose. They wanted to train you. We were their prisoners and their legion, but they were afraid of us. They hid themselves away and gave orders through a voice pipe. Skin the creatures! <laughs> While snipers trained their guns on us through slats in the wall. No! No, I won't. It's too cruel. I won't be part of it. They didn't understand that a death by the sniper's bullet was the more merciful fate. Now pick up the knives and skin the creatures. They assign the task to the old, the infirmed, prisoners who couldn't be made to work anymore. It was a death sentence for them. We couldn't help ourselves. We were just so hungry. You say, we. Who were the others? Children, mostly. Easier to train, I guess, and catch. I only ever saw them in passing when I was being transported by the human prisoners. There was a carriage waiting outside this corridor. Bring the creatures to it and remember, you are being watched. The children, how old were they? What did they look like? You couldn't tell one from another under the synthetic skin. Just row after row of featureless porcelain dolls with a glint of metal where their eyes should be. I never spoke to any of them. I don't think. What do you mean, you don't think? There was only one other prisoner like me I ever spoke to, uh, but I never saw them. Not even their ether patterns. Why? We only ever spoke through the wall. Not spoke. We'd knock. Morse code. Eight? Eight. Eighty-eight. <laughs> Love and kisses. Code 92. They must have been Western Union when they were on the outside. It's how we warned one another that guards were coming. Time to play Marquis. That's what they called me. Marquis. Why? It's a word that means easily dirtied. Something you'd say about a white shirt or a pair of sneakers. You see, I was put to different uses than the children were. Why is that? My age, the body I wear, made me useful for what they call compromat. Collecting intel that could be used to put an opponent in a compromising situation. More often than not, I was the one creating the compromising situation. They trained me so I could bend the aether and make people see me as whatever I needed to become. I could see them, who they really were, 
could see past their false smiles, watch their thoughts take shape inside their skulls, and sculpt them to my needs. You were their spy. Sometimes. Other times, I was their assassin. And you willingly helped your captors. I didn't want to, but it was the only time I ever got out to see the real world. No. No, it was better than that. I saw what life was like for the elite, the people in power, and I wanted to live like that. So you complied. For a time, it was like being shuffled back and forth between heaven and hell. In reality, it was just another tool they used to break me, to shatter my mind and rebuild me from the pieces. But it was the only time anyone spoke to me or treated me like something other than an animal. The only time? No. There was one woman, one of the Soviets. She was different. She'd sing to me, with me, tell me stories. Sometimes she'd hold me in her arms until I fell asleep. Good night, Marky. And the other Soviets hated her for it. Especially... Kotya! Get away from that creature. They aren't creatures! Stop calling them that! Darling, we've been over this. Given half the chance that monster would devour your soul, I couldn't live with myself if that happened. You know this. Ha! I doubt there's any trace of a soul left within me. Or you, for that matter. Come now, why would you say such a thing? Because we're the monsters. All of our research, our surf and device, 
It's all come from capturing and studying their kind. We owe them everything. And look what we've reduced them to. That's the only use they serve. Trust me, Katya. You haven't seen what these things are capable of. I have. If they are so dangerous, then why do we not simply kill them outright? You know very well they can't be killed. Then find a way. It's a kind of fate then forcing them to linger on, torturing them like this. You would throw away our life's work, everything we've accomplished, together. No. I just believe there must be some other way. That isn't... There must be... Please, Anatole, just listen to sense. I listen to sense when you start speaking it. He... he hit her. I was livid. I found the strength to rush at him. and attack. Help! It's called mad! Someone help me! These creatures tried to kill me! But no one came. They were all too afraid. That's enough, Marky. I was a fool to ever believe you could rise above your nature and dedicate yourself to something truly great. You want to play mother to these abominations? Then spend the night with your precious lamb. We'll see if there's anything left of you come the morning. <laughs> I'll find a way to get you out of your Marky. I promise you did. I knew there was a reason I let her live. Okay, so we have some uh, familiar voices returning from the You Mind and from past episodes of Creeping Wave Radio for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Of course, we are a horror slash comedy, so it sometimes gets a little dark. This episode got a little darker than we have in the past, so let me know what you think about that. But uh, we're on an interesting trajectory, so I hope that you'll stay with us. And uh, keep on listening because we've got uh, a lot more story to share for you. We are three episodes in to season 3.5, which means there are six more episodes to go. Yes, lots of editing, lots of drawing for me, but uh, I'm enjoying it. So I hope you guys are too. And of course, super special thanks to Project Entertainment Network, who makes this possible. And of course, to our donors on Patreon, The Gramerica Show, Nikki Benfield, and The Lovable Neil. Thank you guys for listening. So till next time, stay creepy. Bye. The You Mind is brought to you by LucidNet Productions in cooperation with a scary old man. I'm not that scary. Don't I don't so. try to be, but I just am. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. How do people who make stuff up for a living make stuff up? New York Times bestseller Jonathan Mayberry told us... Oprah's book club favorite Sue Miller told us... You know, you sort of take a character and make some bad things happen. How do we get them to do that? We colored them, just like at a cocktail party, except through your headphones. Join us every Thursday for the Liars Club Oddcast. A slightly unhinged podcast where storytellers interview other storytellers. Available on Project Entertainment Network, iTunes, and everywhere podcasts are heard. 
This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.